and welcome to Ad Creeps, a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Dee, and I'm here with my best bud, Al. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. It's me. Al. I'm on a podcast. And it's Friday night. It's, hey, wait a minute. It's Friday night. (laughs) The feeling is right. The feeling is rotten. It's actually, yeah, it's not right at all. <laughs> You've been through a lot of chronic pain. Yeah, I've been I've been dealing with some some jaw pain. Jaw pain. Etc. You gotta stop sucking so much D. I'm so sorry. Uh, that sounds weird because that's my name. Yeah. Sorry. Well. Dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well. I have an announcement to, to oh, talk, okay, to talk please. about. Yeah, let's do uh, it. It's actually a very life-changing event and maybe you, y'all saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Something happened to me last week. Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, um, and I thought it would just, like, be very transparent. Um, it's a really big moment in my life. Hmm. You probably know what it is. I, uh, I have a feeling. Yeah. Al's smiling, but is also squinting at me. On uh, A couple weeks ago, I decided to take the plunge, and um, I bought a monkey. Oh, boy. Go on. I bought a monkey, Al. Say more? <laughs> no. Do I need to? Or <laughs> Everyone knows, like... When you become a certain age and you go through your, like, gender discovery, you just buy a monkey. You buy a monkey. Well, I don't have a monkey. I didn't get a monkey. You're getting there. You're getting there. Where's my freaking (laughs) monkey, dude? I bought bought a 2016 out-of-print Russian (laughs) cross-stitch pattern that I found on eBay that you cannot find anymore. And it's of a beautiful monkey. She has a she has a beautiful flower crown and a little bee coming out of it. And her name is like I think elegant Mademoiselle. I love her. Maybe I'll stitch it after you and then we'll both have a monkey. We'll both have a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what all trans guys want. Just a monkey. A monkey. I also started tea. Yeah, uh, but, but that's less important. <laughs> you didn't have to fight a, an old lady on eBay for that. They were it was it was hot. It was like, I was sweating. And it was like, when do I pull the trigger? When do I do my last bit? It was like, I haven't felt this since the 90s when, like, eBay was a big thing in the early 2000s. Oh, really? Right? And I'm like, where do I pull the trickle? Like, uh, three minutes, like, two minutes, one minute. And it was like 30 seconds. I did it, and someone grabbed it. And I was desperate. <laughs> do I know how much I paid for this monkey? I do not. You don't. I and and uh, our producer is not allowed to ask questions. Okay, well, <laughs> you know what? It's my monkey money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, when when she gets here, I'll put I'll put her up on the. Please do. Yeah, she's my most precious item. <laughs> this episode is going to be, as you can tell, very full of fluff. I love fluff. Yeah, it's and it's going to be fun. There's going to be some like listening. There's going to be some clips. Oh, yeah, it's going to be real a real jaunt. I'm excited. Take Excellent. me away. I will take you away. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Bet Mittler. Oh, had a problem. It all began in the mid 1980s when the Ford Motor Company asked her to sing in a new campaign they were building for the Mercury Sable. Oh, a fine car. Oh my word! It wasn't a fine car. Okay, <laughs> it's a little little sedan thing, <laughs> kind of an ugly son of a thing. Ford had planned to inspire nostalgia for the new car by appealing to their audience's love of 1970s music. Wow. The car company was approaching stars of the 70s, including Mittler, to sing their hits as the little gremlin of a car flashed its headlights and drove through slick city streets. Midler was not interested in Ford, nor was she interested in dampening her brand, so she passed. And that could have been it. Yeah. But this is ad creeps. 
The musical artist was in for a big surprise when in 1986, hell of a year, the Mercury... <laughs> Christ. We're going to have a lot of that. A Mercury Sable commercial appeared with her voice on it, singing, Do You Want to Dance? With somebody? With somebody? I don't remember. Is that... Was that her? What? No, I don't no, know. I don't. Well, I'll put it in a clip here so you'll okay, hear okay, it. Okay, great. <laughs> Just immediately the Whitney Houston song comes to mind. Do you, do you, do you, do you want to dance? It's oh, that bad. one. I don't know. Is it that one? I don't know. I don't know. It's your head. <laughs> How would I know? I have it in my sources. I'll put it in. And then everyone will know. Okay. Hold my hand. Now there's a car Tell that just asks to be driven. You're my lover, man. Mercury is bringing a sophisticated new shape to the American road. Introducing Sable. So we'll, we'll clip it here and we'll go, oh, that one. Oh, that oh, one. Well, that one we know. I was right. Yeah. This was not Midler, but a voice impersonator that Ford had hired after they picked up the rights from the song's original copyright holder. Hmm. Midler's image was not used in the commercial, but the voice was so impeccably close, the singer took Ford to court. Get it. Can you copyright your voice? This is, hey, this is the ad creep. <gasps> Can you copyright your voice? Wow. Can you copyright your your signature sound? Can you? Don't know. And then if it changes, you have to re-copyright it. Oh, wow. That's... <gasps> they can have my old voice. <laughs> take, can, it. take it. Do what you want. It was shrill. I don't care. <laughs> now it's more with more vocal fry. Gravitas. Mm, I was going to say vocal fry. Yeah, but. well. <laughs> I don't have gravitas yet. Gravitas. Gravitas. <laughs> You'll get there. In 1988, the U.S. Court of Appeals case Mittler versus Ford Motor Company. <laughs> Mittler proposed damages from Ford for using her distinct voice style without her authorization. She was not seeking damages for the copyright infringement of the song itself, since Ford got the go-ahead from the song's original copyright holder, but rather for the, quote, the distinct use of her voice, which she claimed was distinctive of her personality and persona as a singer. In fact, Miller's lawyers argued that the whole motivation of this commercial was this nostalgia connection to Miller's 1970s hit. Mm. So what do you think? I think the first thing that comes to mind when you mention Bette Midler is the yeah. Seinfeld episode with Rochelle Rochelle in it. <laughs> was she in that? <laughs> I think she was, I don't remember she appeared in the episode, but she was supposed to be... In Rochelle it, Rochelle. Yeah, it was about like the... <laughs> There was a character that was the understudy for her in Rochelle Rochelle. Okay, okay. I think maybe Kramer was dating or something. <laughs> um, but that's just immediately what comes to mind. The Seinfeldian media yeah. empire is very good. It's enormous. That's it's syndication, baby. My my favorite is the channel. The channel. That was that's my personal Seinfeld. That's pretty good. <laughs> the channel. So what do you think? What uh, do I who think? Won? Yeah, who oh, won? Oh, who do I think yeah. won? Yeah. I mean, Ford is all powerful. Ford is, but it was 1980s Ford. They were still pretty, you know. They were pretty good. That was actually like their heyday. You know what they say about Fords? Fix it again, Tony. <laughs> okay. The tiger? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the court ended up ruling in. Midler's favor. Oh, that's good. Saying that someone's persona, especially their distinctive voice, is a part of their identity and is, quote, unlawful to intimidate without express consent and approval. Yeah. So she won. 
That makes sense. I mean, if you think about, like, especially, like, Dolly Parton or someone who has, oh, like, yeah. such an intensely unique yeah. voice. Yeah, so if we did an impersonation right now, someone could sue us because we were so good at impersonations. Yeah. Do you want to give it a go? Um, I don't know. Who should I do? <laughs> I'm so good at them. Who should I do? <laughs> yeah, it's up to you, my friend. Uh, maybe I'll keep it in the, the back pocket. <laughs> maybe I'll make you go first. This is a landmark case in advertising because it confirms that key traits of a celebrity may not be used without their permission. This decision was placed on top of all the other celebrity copyright battles where public figures took corporations to task over questionable uses of their stardom. Bet was just the beginning. Here are three of my favorite recent incidents <laughs> where celebrities sued companies over advertising. Yes, please. Yes. Can I just say also, like, it... When I go visit my parents and watch TV there, oh, literally every commercial has a celebrity in it. Yeah, in it, you right? You never see, like, it's very, it seems rare these days to find, you know, a bigger company that is not having a celebrity endorsement. Man, they're just everywhere, huh? Yeah, they're getting their cash. They're getting their cash. Why, why not? I mean, why not? They can't break into YouTube. They're too old. <laughs> Truly. Have there been YouTube and TikTok celebrities that went into advertising? Oh, for sure. We got to do an ad creep about that. <laughs> By the way, folks, I've been busy, so this is a gimme episode. <laughs> March 2010. Actress Lindsay Lohan. Ah, uh, yes. Filed a lawsuit against ad creep's frequent flyer miles, E-Trade. Oh, we know that. Dot com. Dot com. Saying that one of its Super Bowl commercials, quote, used her name and characterization without her permission. The commercial in question was, of course, Talking Baby ad. We know those ones. Yeah. yeah. The baby was named Lindsay. Mm. She was described in the ad as a, quote, milkaholic. And that milkaholic Lindsay wasn't over? Lindsay? Milka, what? I think I remember this one. This took place as Lohan was dealing with recovering from substance abuse, and she had just gotten out of rehab. Yeah. The $100 million lawsuit was settled out of court. So we don't know who was in the right, but someone got something. Okay. <laughs> March 2015. This one maybe doesn't have a lot to do with Bette Midler's case. The other ones do. Yeah. But this one just tickled me. Okay. It's, it's in the same. It's just give me this one. <laughs> Brooklyn Granola Company, Early Bird, was served a notice by musical duo Hall & Oates. Yes! They're here! <laughs> They're here! Finally! Our dads! <laughs> or my, like, gender euphoria. Oh, That's yeah. what I want to look at, like, when I'm 40. Both of them. <laughs> the problem? Early Bird had released a maple sugar version of their granola called Hall & Oates. Like, ho like Hollin. Like Halling. H-A-L-L-I-N uh, apostrophe. That's not a word. Hollin. That's not like a... Like you're hauling. No, oh, sorry. H-A-W-L-I-N. Hall. That's also not a word. What do you it's mean? H-A-U-L would be a Okay, word. maybe I can't spell Al. <laughs> maybe I just can't if you're spell. Carry, if you're dragging oats around. Yeah, that's what I mean. Then you're H-A-U-L hauling oats. Al. Maybe I just can't spell. Well, didn't you copy it off the internet? No, I read it and then hey. wrote it. I read it Ooh. and then wrote it. Well, I'm sorry. I don't for... hate. I don't copy off the internet. That's plagiarism. Not co how you spell things? I don't. Do you like copy and paste? 
No, I I actually say every time I read a name, I say it out loud and then I write it phonetically. That's what I do. Okay. Well, you see, this is where we're having a problem. <laughs> Look, I can't read good, so I need things written out phonetically okay. for myself. <laughs> I have a really Charlie. I have a Charlie Day thing where I just write everything out in pictures, and okay. then I, that's if you look at my Google Doc, it it's is just pic- pictures. It does pictures. Yeah, <laughs> you should see the picture I use for Hall and Oates. Oh. Just them, beautiful, beautiful men. <laughs> Quote the name and Mark Hall and Oates. Oh, it's spelt like this there. Okay, well that's is correct. That right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's correct. I did copy and paste that. <laughs> you copy and pasted? Yeah, I did. That's plagiarism. Fight me. <laughs> The name and Mark Hall and Oates is an obvious play upon pa- plaintiff's well-known Hall and Oates mark and was selected by the defendant in an effort to trade off of the fame and notoriety associated with the artist and plaintiff's well-known marks, the star's lawyers claimed in a suit. Mm-hmm. Early Bird's owner, uh, Niskika Davis, was not phased by the lawsuit, replying to the request for comment with a simple, say it, it isn't so. <laughs> that, that's a... That's a Hollow Notes song. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. Early Birds also offered a 25% discount on bags of Hollow Notes with coupon code Say It Isn't So. <laughs> Hell yeah. The two seem to have settled as Hollow Notes is no longer available on Early Birds website. It's, it's you know, it, it's funny because it's like not all these lawsuits are the same. There are um, a lot of different power dynamics at play. Absolutely. Whereas when um, Bat Midler is, is suing Ford, it's like, you know, Bat Midler, well, albeit famous, is, is an individual. Ford is this powerful company. This yeah. This hugely powerful company. And Hollow Notes are two men. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, and Hall and Oates are, are two already famous men. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is a small oatmeal company. Yeah, this is a very small oatmeal company. I guess, you know what? Try it. Who and knows? Also, like, the Bette Midler thing was, like, she di- she declined the job, and they said, we'll do it anyways. Yeah. Whereas this is a pun name on a cereal. Yeah. Look, I just like this one. No, no, you're fair to like it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not all the same. Here's one where... No one will like. Okay, Jan- great. January 2023. Oh, no. That's yesterday. Now, it's yesterday. <laughs> well, BMG Rights Management filed a lawsuit against MGA, the company behind Bratz. MGA's hot new 2018 toy line, Poopsie Slime Surprise. <laughs> You're wrong. I like this. <laughs> you will not. Released an animated video. In which the toy unicorns dance to a song that sounds very much like the Black Eyed Peas, My Humps. What do you think they're singing about? Um, I, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you the name again. Poopsie Slime Surprise. Is Does it rhyme with humps? No. Oh, my poops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First, the title of the infringing oh, my work. my dumps would have been. Oh, that would have been so much better. I'm available to hire. <laughs> You're good at writing cartoons and toys. <laughs> First, the. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they thought of my dumbs and they're like, we can't. We can't. It's too close. We absolutely can't. Um, I'll let you listen to it. Okay. And I'll put it in there. <laughs> First, the title of the infringing work is My Poops, which is an obvious play on the name of the copyrighted composition My Humps, <laughs> wrote MG. <laughs> BMG's lawyer, Seth L. Bergman of Abraham's Fendersman LLP. Bergman goes on to list other similarities, including the melody, counter melody, lyrics, chord progression, and the use of the lead singer who, quote, uses a very similar delivery and vocal inflections as used by Fergie on the original sounding record. Um, please, her name is Fergalicious. <laughs> 
That's her. That's what her friends Fergie call Ferg. her. <laughs> MGA had not licensed the song, and BMG, which holds the copyright for the Black Eyed Peas Library of Music, I guess that's a winner, huh? Mm. Claims that the toy manufacturer was quote generating tens of millions of dollars in revenue with its use. So we have that hasn't been decided by. Yeah, them. It's I just mean happened. that's a very common thing, especially in in animation, you know, which has a a significantly lower budget than a lot of live action stuff is to say like to your composer, can you do a sound alike? Yeah. But the composer usually um, has an understanding of how different it needs to be in order to not. Ah, bet and bet bets there. Bet Miller's bets there. Fergie's there. Fergie's knocking on your damn door. <laughs> do you want to hear it? Sure. Do you want to hear it? Now? I would love to hear my poops. <laughs> okay. And I do often. What you gonna do with all that poop? All that poop? Yeah. Woo! things to say about this. Okay. One, that's horrifying. Yeah, it is um, horrifying. They are unicorns and little girls. Or maybe maybe they are not unicorns, but just little girls, like Hello Kitty. Yeah, Hello Kitty. Um, but uh, Also, uh, Poopsie Unicorn, surprise, hire me. <laughs> I am available, and I would love to be involved. You know they're all dolls. <laughs> you know they're all dolls. I love their little tummies. They're actually kind of cute. They, they are actually pretty they're cute. They're, cute. Pretty cute. They're pretty cute. They're pretty cute. They're pretty cute. Uh, so the the whole thing was like, this is a parody. That's yeah. what they're, that's now what they're trying to do. We don't know what's going to happen. It will probably be oh, on Oh, so they claimed parody in the yeah. lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they may get away. I mean, it makes sense that they, a, a parody um, for children of a, an existing thing for adults. Yeah. That's, I think, totally valid. Oh, uh, you should go to court. You should go to poop court. I should go to court? Yeah. <laughs> You should be their I lawyer. Should, I should go to poop court. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. I would be remiss not to mention that the entire fi- filed lawsuit is available in my sources. And I read through it all. And it does not <laughs> once mention the word poop. So what? those BMG lawyers are really earning their keep. <laughs> BMG. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> These are very fun and interested pieces of absolutely bizarre pieces of commercial lawsuit history. And I hope you now, like me, um, have these stories in your heart forever to bring out at parties or work gatherings. Oh, definitely. Right? But what is an ad creep, if not 30 to 40 minutes, for Al and I to talk at length about our niche interests? Yes, Hollow Notes, Theme Granola, and Lindsay Lohan, and Pooping Slime Unicorns all have captured my interest. In fact, I can't stop thinking about them. But there is one product of the Bette Mittler lawsuit, uh, a family, that I cannot stop thinking about. Ooh. Maybe because it features a small, defunct department store that was only found in New England. Oh my god, this sounds incredible. <laughs> I'm so excited. Or, I'm so glad. <laughs> or maybe it's because it features my favorite TV personality and superhero from childhood. But again, this is ad creeps, so I can talk about whatever the fuck I want and whatever commercial I fucking want, so you guys have to listen. <laughs> I will say, re 30 to 40 minutes. Not so far this season. Oh, really? The run times have been long. We're chatty Kathy's. <laughs> what are we at? Ah, oh, we're good. <laughs> so this brings us to the 1990 lawsuit, Zare versus Adam West. Oh, you old Adam West. Yeah. You've heard of Zare's? No. Zare's. Have you heard? It's like Zeller's, only not. I don't it's know. Like Zeller's. I think for some reason when you say it, I think of a diamond company and I don't know why. Oh, that's that's something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Zare was 
a chain of discount stores that was headquartered in Framingham, Massachusetts. Its roots were in the original New England Trading Company, which evolved into the Bell Hosiery Shop in 1929 (laughs) and then to Zare in 1956. The department store made its home in declining downtown businesses, the mill districts, right? Okay, yeah. The empty textile mills that were peppered throughout New England served as dirt-cheap locations to place their stores. Mm. A sort of spirit Halloween situation. Yeah. We've seen a few of those. Yeah, we've seen a few. Yeah, their big box stores are... in decline Mm -hmm. and you put a spirit halloween in there in new england especially in massachusetts along the river there's a lot of mills big big box brick things and you're gonna put something in there right zare from the yiddish phrase zare gut or very good Mm. felt some very heavy duty growth in the late 50s by the 60s they began a program to open stores into more eastern markets zares began to pop up as far west as chicago and as far south as florida oh wow yeah they're going it's a big reach massachusetts born out into the world (laughs) give it a kiss give it a donkeys and kick it out in the streets oh god that's the massachusetts way Many other discount stores like Kmart or Winners or Ross or Big Lots, those are kind of what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Zara's stores held everything you could possibly want and a lot of things you couldn't possibly want. (laughs) I love Winners, by the way. Oh, Winners is great. Winners? Okay. My whole wardrobe is just Winners. (laughs) You just got to know what you're looking for. You got to know. I love Winners because they just have the men's section. It's just the men's section. Here are all the long sleeve shirts. (laughs) Yes. In large. There you go. Just look through them. And if you can't find anything, you can't. It's kind of honestly an ideal situation. It is. It is honestly an ideal situation. Sporting goods and records and books and health and beauty, clothing, and of course, a hefty toy section. (laughs) In the 1960s, it was one of only a few stores to remain open 24 hours a day during the weeks before Christmas. Wow. So it it was capitalizing on that. In the 70s, Zares Corp was becoming bloated with buying up and building more discount stores. They attempted to buy Marshalls back in the 70s. And Marshalls is, I think, like winners. Yeah. Yeah. But when that failed, they poached the general merchandise manager and opened up a Marshalls clone. Oh, my God. TJ Maxx. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. TJ Maxx first opened in Auburn, Massachusetts, quickly followed with a second store in Worcester. Zare also bought and opened up a Chadwick's of Boston, hit or miss, and more importantly, Gaylord's. Gaylords. We love Gaylords. We love that little basset <laughs> has my heart. They're all discount stores. Yeah. And I I had this thought, and actually our producer said this, is I don't mind I don't mind uh, shopping at these stores because it is a lot of fast fashion, but this is like this is the last stop between you and like a dump. Yeah. You know what I mean? The perspective that I have on these stores is very much like Thinking back to my youth of like being in high school and going clothing shopping, yeah, and this is so preferable to me of like than you know a Le Chateau or yes, like a bootlegger or yeah. something that feels very like so heavily gendered, right? And also like so much pressure, and it feels like too hip for you to be there. I I mean I've had so many panic attacks in in clothing store dressing rooms, and and that kind of like winner's end of the market is just the the pressure is so much. Less. Less. Absolutely. And you know what? At a Winners or TJ Maxx or Marshalls or whatever, there's no one in there. There's no one in there. There's no one in there. There's no one in there to give a shit what you're doing. The only thing that I have a problem with discount stores, and I see this every time I go into Winners uh, or wherever, is 
the food section because mm-hmm. it's like there I don't recognize any brands here. How long has this been here? I've never seen a winners with a food section. Really? Yeah. When you go in the line there's look there's like popcorn and treats and stuff. Oh. And you're like what? I've never I found my very first Bosco chocolate bar. Oh. Speaking of Seinfeld, at a winners. They have like Smurdies and Yeah. <laughs> Koof and Crisp. M&Ns. <laughs> No N and N's. Yeah, it's real bizarre. Wow. I, like I don't know who we shouldn't maybe buy that stuff, but I don't know. A latte crisp. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's even better. I did buy the Bosco bar, and it was real, real old, real waxy. Cat caught. Hey, winners, hire us. <laughs> Crispums. Crispums. By the 1980s, TJ Maxx, Hit and Miss, and Chadwick's of Boston were making up 70% of Zare's business. Meanwhile, the company's flagship Zare sh- store was operating of a loss of $69 nice million dollars on sales of $1.4 billion. Wow. Technological inferiority, poor maintenance, odd pricing, and inventory pileups meant that Zare department stores seemed not too long for this world. The last big swing Zare corporate knew that they had to do was make that swing during that Christmas season. Yeah. Back in the 60s, they were the December shopping season kings. <laughs> it was time to put together an ad campaign that would let Zare wear their crown once more. Mm. It was 1986, the month I was born. Oh, wow. And year I was born. <laughs> Maybe my little eyes saw that. No, I wasn't in Massachusetts. <laughs> my little eyes could have saw this commercial. Absolutely not. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years after the Batman TV series had debuted and three years before Michael Keaton first donned the Cape Crusader cowl, Zare wanted to push the fact that they are one of the few stores open 24 hours before the Christmas season. And why not do a commercial that features someone known for working late hours? The use of Batman in advertising was not an unusual thing. He had already been seen hawking lava hand soap Fact toothpaste, and of course, U.S. war bonds for the Vietnam War. Oh, no. These were all done in 66 by the OG Batman, Adam West. Batman's evil. <laughs> we knew that. Batman's a cop. Yeah, no, we Batman is this. the cop. We know this. Yeah. We know this. But it was the mid-80s now, and West was out of the Batman game. And they actually asked West, like, hey, you want to... And he said no. Like, yeah. this is, he's beyond that now. So Zare hired actors specifically to emulate the look, movement, and sound of West's Batman and, of course, Burt Ward's Robin. But, it, you know, Batman and Robin are also copyright characters. They are copyright characters. And they did get the copyright from DC Comics. Just not for the Adam West part. But not for the Adam West part. But did... When Adam West signed with DC Comics to be their Batman, did they not? He, they did not. He did not sign with DC Comics. He signed with another company. They're called Greenway Productions. Wow. Yeah. And they did not do de- that. Wow. I, well, don't worry. I'm getting there, baby. That's I, wild to me. I'm getting there, baby. The Zares Batman ad featured a new abolitionist version of the dynamic duo. Instead of throwing their bad guys in jail, Batman and Robin go Christmas shopping for them at Zares. Oh. Of course, a million dollar, you know, playboy would buy reparations for the people he's wronged at a discount store chain in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just like him. <laughs> but actor Adam West wasn't laughing. In 1988, he sued Zare. Uh, using the precedent set by Bette Midler the same year. 
So he saw oh, that, wow. and then he's like, well, I can get, maybe I can do this. He claimed that he lost out on the $175,000 appearance fee that he would have charged. Wes also claimed that the ad tarnished his reputation as an actor, claiming that Zare's Batman had copied Wes's speech patterns and physical gestures in, quote, a deliberate attempt to fool viewers into believing it was him in the commercial. The fact that the face of Bruce Wayne was never really seen at the start of the ad added more fuel to Wes's claim. In total, Adam West sought $900,000 in damages. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. So what do you think? It's wild, right? Because it's like... Uh, you you know you can't sign a, a talent agreement these days without signing away rights to your likeness. Yeah, it's just part and parcel of the yeah. agreement. Um, but then also, it's so strange that the agreement he made was with the production company and the DC was not involved. Yeah, because obviously they had licensed. They DC had like the characters exactly. It's just what a tangled web we weave, you know. <laughs> and um, it's funny because it's like, oh, he could have gotten this amount of money in in uh, in an appearance fee. Well, they offered it and he turned them down. They did turn him down, yeah, because he said it was beyond it. It was the eighties. I get it. Like yeah. he's, he hasn't been Batman for a long time. They should have just waited a couple more years and gotten Michael to do it. Yeah, Mr. Keaton, Chris O'Donnell in there. Are you kidding? Oh, me? like wait until the early. Wait, what was that earlier? Late nineties. Yeah. yeah, wait until the. Hey, Zayers not isn't going to be around for very much longer. Get Seal in there singing "Kiss from a Rose." Are you kidding me? You're just doing your refreshed ad creep. So hold on. To that. <laughs> That's all you're doing. During the trial, Burbank Superior Court Judge Stephen O'Neill said that the central issue had nothing to do with Wes or his betrayal of Batman. "Quote: Adam West is a talented actor." But he was an actor and not the creator of Batman, O'Neill said. Damn. He. he, (laughs) Got him. (laughs) I guess you could argue that Adam West created Batman 66. Like he created the characterization of Of, that. And that's part of what acting is. What? (laughs) Is creating the... Yeah. I do have to say, and I wanted, Burt Ward didn't have anything to do with this. Like, because the Robin, if you watch the old Batman, which I constantly did, Burt Ward does this thing where he doesn't, when he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Yeah. And he makes a fist and he puts it in an open palm. <laughs> and they do that in the commercial. Like, and Burt Ward's like, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's what I do. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> God bless him. Quote, he, Adam West, was playing the part of Batman and in a merely playing such a role does not receive or create a property right absent of a contract. And of course, like you were questioning, West had given up all rights of his portrayal of Batman in a 1965 contract with Greenway Productions. Yeah. The producer of the original TV series. So did Zayers license from Greenway? Yes. Well, then he's got no Oh, case. no, no, no. DC, sorry. Zayers licensed from DC Comics for oh, Batman. but he signed his character rights to with Greenway. Greenway, Yes. Okay, so yeah. It is should, complicated. It is complicated. It is complicated. And and Adam saw Bet like hit it big and he's like, Well, this is me, right? Well, he's wrong. He's well, yeah, he's wrong. Judge O'Neill said the advertising agencies involved in the commercial had paid DC Comics, which originated the Crime Fighter, for the right to use the likeness of the Batman character. While Bet Miller was awarded four hundred thousand dollars in damages when the ad agency mimicked her voice, Adam West ended up with nothing. Because he doesn't own the rights. Greenway yeah. owns the rights, yeah. and they didn't sue. Yeah, they didn't sue. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Zare's department store caught, ceased to be not long after the final decision. So, like, 
I think they went to court in 1990, mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, putting all its eggs in the TJ Maxx basket. All Maxx their- <laughs> Thank you. The TJ Maxx kit, yeah. Uh, all their stores shuttered their doors by 1990, the same year they went to court. Wow. Yeah. Hey, say it isn't so. They already didn't have any money. Wait, say it isn't so. Say it, is, it isn't so. Yeah. <laughs> Just to tie everything back together. <laughs> I'm so desperate to tie this all together. Hauling oats. Yeah. Carrying them. <laughs> Just pounds and pounds of them, hauling them everywhere. <laughs> Are you ready to see this very good Adam West and Burt Ward impersonation? Yes, please. Okay, if you want to watch along with us, you can uh, go to our sources. We'll return after these messages. One, two, three. We're two, Batman. We're off to Zare, old chump. At three in the morning, Batman? Christmas waits for no one, Robin. Holy mistletoe! We've been so busy fighting crime, I almost forgot. Fortunately, old friend, Zare is open 24 hours until Christmas for the convenience of all good citizens. 24 hours? Holy rock around the clock! Well put, boy wonder. For that pesky prankster, the penguin? Remember the Christmas spirit, Robin. Right, Batman. Welcome back to the show. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. I love Batman 66. I love it so much. I think it is. I think goofy Batman, cartoony Batman is the Batman. It's not really my thing. It's not your thing? <laughs> it's not really my thing. This is what I grew up with. Uh, I mean, the um, the only... I liked the sort of like Golden Age Superman and Batman comics. Yeah. And I had like a big combined edition and my favorite one was the one where someone batman wanted to break into the the you know superman's secret cave yeah so he hid inside the key um and then when he got in there what he did was he and some others threw superman a birthday party oh that's very sweet i like that a lot yeah i like i like this batman a lot i and it was funny because I had this Batman first growing up because that's what my dad watched. Yeah. Um, and we watched reruns. And then the Batman Adventures, the the art animated cartoon with Tim Gunn. Oh, yeah. No, not Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn? No. Oh, my God. Make it work, Robin. <laughs> Bruce Tim. Oh, my God. Um, that came out and that made me feel feelings. Yeah. Because they're all very hot. In yeah, that cartoon, yeah, like sure. everyone is very hot. That was a huge, a huge uh, pivotal moment in animation. Absolutely, everyone making everyone hot. <laughs> I had, I had some feelings. Yeah, and so seeing this commercial kind of was like made me feel good. Oh, well, that's yeah. sweet. Why don't you explain what you saw? Batman and Robin, they're in the Batcave. Hell yeah! And uh, they get some kind of alert. It mm-hmm. all. I'm going to tell you, folks, this commercial went by in a zip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zippy. It's <laughs> so zippy I don't know anything they said. That's okay. Uh, but, you know, they get some kind of an alert, and they're like, oh, we got to go do a thing. And then the, the Batman says, Lucky Zares is open 24 hours. Yeah, they forgot Christmas was coming because they were fighting so much crime. God. And they forgot, uh, Robin forgot to do his Christmas shopping. You know. You know. You know. You know. Uh, and they get in the Batmobile. Hell yeah. I know that one. Yeah, you know that one. <laughs> they go down the bat pole. They sure do. <laughs> Their thighs clench. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robin does one Burt Ward hand motion, and I mwah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they So, the, yeah, they get they get in the Batmobile, and they drive to Zares, and yeah. then they go into Zares, and they come out with a bunch of stuff. And uh, Robin, it's so funny that Burt Ward was just like, they got me. That's what I'm like. Because <laughs> he does a 
really good <laughs> job. He does a really good Burt Ward. And the, the, the Adam West impersonator is just, pretty good. He's fine. But uh, Burt Ward, man. <laughs> that could have been Burt Ward. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> you could have you told me that. I would have believed you. I like how they... they Robin is questioning, really, Batman? A umbrella for Penguin? Isn't that a little on the nose? <laughs> <laughs> on the big Penguin nose. I think... Remember when he bites that guy's nose off? Oh, yeah, Danny. What up? Mm, Danny. Best Penguin. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. That I feel like Batman feels an obligation to, like, buy these villains Christmas gifts because he thinks that maybe he's getting something. Yeah. But he doesn't know anything about them. No. So he's like, okay, Penguin, an umbrella. Joker, I don't know, the joke book? Like a, 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 a John's bathroom reader or something? Oh, God. Ivy, some plants. Easy. Loves them. Catwoman, Cl- new cat. New cat. <laughs> Clayface, more clay. Or is that offensive? I don't know. <laughs> or you could get a big bag of clay cat litter ah, for both of them. For, and they're because they're lovers. Well, <laughs> be good, be. Um, it's twenty twenty three. It's twenty twenty three, and I don't know anything about Batman. You don't um, need to. It, this is all you need to know. Here's what I know. Yeah, he has so many sons. <laughs> he has so many. He does have a lot of orphan sons. He's got a lot of boys. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's got so many boys. He has famously a lot of boys. He famously has so, so many, many boys. boys. I would say four or five. Um, and one of them is a, a girl. <laughs> yeah, one of the oh, at least one, if yeah. not a couple. Yeah. Um, and uh, so in this ad, yeah, it, um, not taking place at Azir's, I guess, because they don't exist. Oh anymore. come on, let's bring it back. Okay, bring back or, Zares. Or it's just TJ Maxx, baby. Yeah. TJ's still Maybe around. Maybe instead of Zares, it's Zatanna's. Get it? That's a reference to a character from comics. Oh, yeah, the magician. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good shot. Wow. That's a... How did you... <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I have no brain. idea. She's hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they go to this store. Um, well, it's not they, because... Okay, so it's Bruce Wayne is there. But who's playing Bruce Wayne? It could be Christian Bale. I don't care. Ugh. No, give it to Adam. <laughs> okay, it's Adam. Okay, is well, he alive? I don't know. I think he is. I okay. think he is. I think I would have heard something. <laughs> Burt Ward's, hey, Burt Ward's still kicking around. It would have come down the grapevine. Yeah, you absolutely. <laughs> you would have got, your red phone would have rang. Get it? You, another one. <laughs> Very good. You get two stickers today. I'm so proud of you. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know where it's coming from. It's deep. It's the masculine urge to know about Batman. I don't have that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's inside of you. <laughs> like my one muscle that I have. Yeah. <laughs> Some, sometimes it's just there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Batman needs to shop for his many children. <laughs> but here's the thing. He also doesn't know anything about that. He d- doesn't know anything about he's them. he's too busy being sad about his parents. Yeah. And solving crime. It's so ironic. The generational trauma about him <laughs> he's giving to these boys. Yes. <laughs> He's ruining these boys. Hey, Al, I know you don't know a lot about the Robins. I know intimately a lot about the Robins. One Robin's dead. Like, oh. one Robin just dies. Are any gay? Is any gay? I mean, is depends. Is one bi? I thought I heard that. There's a trans woman. What? Ba- Sick. Batwoman, Batwoman is trans. Yeah. <gasps> Hell yeah. I didn't know that, but I love that. Yeah, she has a bat. Like, an actual bat. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. Okay, well, he gets her a new bat. Everybody yeah. else I don't know about. Uh, maybe Jason Todd is probably bi. Oh, okay. Probably. Sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say his finger guns, but he actually has real guns. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Batman doesn't know what to do, so he just gets him a bunch of, like, weapons and gadgets. Yeah. As, as theirs or TJ Maxx? 
um, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> okay. That's it? That's the commercial? Yeah, just him carrying his giant bundle of things. I don't... Here's the thing. I think we gotta be realistic. Yeah? Because if you're shopping at a TJ Maxx, they don't have weapons. What do they got? Old Bosco chocolate. (laughs) That could be a weapon. Really loud shirts that I buy. (laughs) Alternately, um, you can have an ad that is just the the, um, Batman Forever sexual scene oh yeah with the nipples and yeah. stuff yeah in oh okay here's the thing can i pump it up a little Please. bit more uh here's batman he's walking into the marshals or tj maxx or whatever there's no one there curtains whipping Cur- <laughs> he's going to try he's going to the men's section to try and here are all the short sleeve shirts that you can pick yes here. and then he's like let me try them all on and it's just chest sock chest shot chest shot like muscles <laughs> short sleeve long sleeve and it's like that and the crotch for some reason he's trying on a pair of khakis and right you know what no one bothers him and no one bothers him <laughs> that's it that's it that's the commercial perfect love it uh if um if you have something else for me i do i would love that i have a local ad from another company yeah. that has uh, gone through many combinations over the years. Oh, okay. And uh, it's, a, it's a little commercial. I don't think it's stealing from anyone. <laughs> Maybe my heart. Maybe in a greater social way. Oh, okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, if you want to watch this commercial along with us, you can find it in our sources. Coming to us from Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Grocery prices are getting you down. Wise Buy deals are the best in town. Winn-Dixie's Wise Buys. Get a great deal on the best beef. WD brand U.S. Choice boneless top round steak with the lean quarter-inch trim, only $1.89 a pound. Young and tender grade A fresh fryer breasts are a Wise Buy at $1.19 a pound. And hickory smoke hole picnics are a low 79 cents a pound. Winn-Dixie's Wise Buys. Win Dixie. Win Dixie. Uh, so Win Dixie is a supermarket chain in the South that uh, originally um, a pair of brothers opened sort of like a mercantile company, and then eventually it kept folding in more and more companies. Um, and then like very much like Zares. Very much like Zares. Yeah. yeah. And then like at some point they were like Win and Win something, and then they purchased Dixie Home Stores. Okay. Uh, and that's when they became Win Dixie. You could argue they didn't have to keep that name. I was gonna and say actually, maybe it would be better if they hadn't. Um, and I'm sorry to subject to everyone to it, but, but that little owl sure can that help. That little owl. <laughs> that I think that little owl owl was impersonating someone's way of speech. Don't really? you think? Was it? Yeah, it make it kind of makes me think of a of a actor a long, long, long time Interesting. ago. Interesting. I would love to know. But like, um, oh gosh, it's not like like Laurel and Hardy age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it in my head. I just can't. Like a little post vaudeville kind of. Yeah, situation. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. If, if you if y'all know, you gotta tell me because it's it's in my brain. <laughs> I'll know it in like five days. I'll just shout it out. Uh, we have a little owl. Yeah, he's doing a little song and dance. He is. And then they're showing you very bad meat. They're showing you meat. They're showing you Win Dixie's oh. wise buys. I just I have a problem. With old commercials and the meals that they show. Yeah. The grocery store specifically. Because it just looks... It looks gross. The fryer breasts... (laughs) The fryer breasts? Are bad. (laughs) I don't like them. The ham look great. 
You can't do anything to ham. Ham looks great. You put a little pineapple and a cherry oh, on that bad me. boy. Oh, I'll boy. I'll slobber all over that sucker all day. We were trained into this from watching, I think, cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> ham, cartoon ham is the best. Cartoon ham, thinly sliced. Thinly sliced. So thinly sliced. Oh, I'm so hungry now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love the owl. Don't like the name. We can yeah. edit it out. Maybe it's Piggly Wiggly now. We, we already did Piggly Wiggly. Did we do a Piggly Wiggly? I thought we did. I just love Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Have we not done a Piggly no, Wiggly? No, we did a different thing that had a pig in it. I'm getting confused. We've done how many years? <laughs> this is our Actually, third? I gotta, I gotta say that, like, sometimes I think about doing an ad. I'm like, did we do that? Yeah, ad? absolutely. We need someone to build, and no one's going to do this, but I'll just put it out there. If we ever get famous, someone's got to build a Wikipedia for us because I need to know if I what ad it is. And, like, which local ad we do. And we do have a website that lists all these things. Oh, what website is that? Uh, it's called www.adcreeps.gay. Yeah, but can I have a Wikipedia list? I don't know. Okay, well. It's not up to me. Al did make, I, did we release this, like, a map, a Google map of all the local ads? Oh, yeah, I haven't released that. I should release that. You should that. release that. I, did, I made a Google map pinpointing where all of our local ads have been That's from. actually what I want. Oh, that's what yeah, you, that's, it's just the local ads. But it's just local ads. Yeah. Anyway. What else did I make? A TikTok. Did you make a TikTok? Oh, yeah, you did make a TikTok. What's on there? Who knows? TikTok.com slash ad We'll do a dance. No. Al. No. If we get, like, okay, if we get, like, 10 followers. We we'll, don't have any right now. Yeah, well, if we have 10. We'll do a dance? We'll do a TikTok dance. Oh, no. Come on. Okay, 15. You're How many followers? Pump it up. Pump it up. What? Okay, like, what, 20? 100. 100? That's okay. what it's going to take. Okay, 100. You heard it here, folks. Get us TikTok famous. I don't know how to do that. I don't want it. Too bad. You said it. I just made it because I was trying to diversify. Which <laughs> I also made a co-host. So if oh, you're on co-host, you? we're co-host.com slash adcreeps. Wow, look at us. And we're also, we have a Kofi. Um, you can buy us a snack. Uh, you don't have to buy me anything because this was honestly fun to research. <laughs> but on the on the ones that take a lot of uh, a lot of research, you can throw us a little coffee or you know anytime. Yeah, and it also helps pay for our hosting fees. Yeah, when I say coffee, I mean I pour coffee directly onto my computer, which helps us pay our. No, that's bad, and you shouldn't oh, it do isn't? it. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that's why it's so bad. That's why I only have five minutes remaining on recording time. Okay. Okay. Until next time, we, we are, are signing, signing off. Word for my spouse. Da 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 na 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 na. Did you know that when it snows, my eyes become light, lighter. My soul becomes something, something. Baby, I thought it was baby, baby, maybe. It's baby, baby. Maybe it's maybe. <laughs> Maybe, baby. Ah, da, 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 kiss from a rose on the grave. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow.